Welcome to the Anime Research Society, otherwise known as ours, podcast, episode number 13. Our mission, to explore the depths of anime. The good, the bad, the absolutely insane. We'll take a look at some of the best and worst of the season, and some recommendations to lead you on your own research journey. I'm your host, Cole Watson, and joining me today are our panel of experts, Lisa Muir. Oh, hello, Cole. How is Broly? Are we on this crap again? Well, I wanted an update. Did you see the trailer? There was a lot of screaming. It was Dragon Ball. I don't know what to tell you. That's not detailed. Broly was lit. Remington Joseph. Broly was lit. It's another week of Broly being lit. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Preston Doza. Well, I'm happy to report that after much scientific evidence, I can confirm that Broly is, in fact, lit. I will not say this. (laughs) You gotta say Why? it. Or this not, bit will continue for weeks. This is, the, this is yeah. the stupidest bit we've ever done. So this come on. This is the dumbest bit, and I won't. I won't feed into this nonsense. I will not. I love I every bit not. I create is getting more stupid and stupid. Like <laughs> hashtag found my ditty, and now I've gone to hashtag brawlies lit. <laughs> yeah, but have any of these hashtags actually taken off? No. No. Because no. we're still taking off in his heart. Yeah. That's really. And in this room. <laughs> yeah. In this. Where they will remain forever. Hopefully not. Really, I suggest we do a cleaning after a while to throw out the old stuff. But <laughs> you'll have now, to kick me off the podcast. But for now, Broly That's the is, only way Broly is, is new, so we'll okay. keep at it. Yeah, he says in no mood for our nonsense today. I got, I got, I got nothing for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's get into this season. All right. So, if you're a first time listener, how this season works, especially because this is the new summer season, uh, one of the panel recommends uh, two anime to watch. We check out the first three episodes of each. Uh, we go into some spoilers because we want to get uh, some in depth discussion going about our first impressions for the series. So, first one that I recommended is Chio's School Road. And Chio's School Road is about this cute little girl named Chio Miyamo. (laughs) And she's a high school girl who experiences all sorts of craziness on her commute to school. Uh, She's very... Socially awkward, I think, would be a good way to put it. Yep. Because <laughs> she does not want to be noticed in the slightest, despite being a gamer girl, despite being athletic. Uh, she just hates to be noticed by people around her. It brings extra attention. It brings extra responsibilities to her. And she's, she's just not having any of it. So what did you guys think of Chio going in? Because I know I originally touted this as she was more in tune with gaming, but it's more... That she just doesn't want to be noticed. She avoids <laughs> confrontation and public. She's a wallflower. Yes. Um, I moment. had read a handful of chapters months and months ago of this. Didn't catch my interest then, so I was kind of I was interested to see like how the anime would translate it and whether it would be able to hook me in. Yeah. Uh, it didn't. Um, it's not because like I overtly dislike the show or anything. It is just so not my cup of tea because this feels like a short form anime with like the two halves to each episode but it's a regular length (laughs) yeah sometimes three um but it's a regular length and it's just i watched it i watched the three episodes and i was like yep that's it i don't need to see any more of this yeah yeah i went in with very low expectations because this i mean this whole season for me i there isn't really anything that i'm super excited for yeah but it did do better than I thought it would. It, it was. But I mean, was the bar at the ground? 
Uh, it, was, it was a little above the ground. Okay, so you could have tripped over <laughs> it. Could have, <laughs> but you know what? Centimeters. But yeah, you know what? It it lifted its leg high and got over the bar, <laughs> so it, it's fine. But like you said, it would be better as a short term like, uh, anime. Yeah. Short yeah. Form. It was. It really felt like that. Every time I'd get to that second story, I was like, "Oh, we're not done." Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you guys bring this up because I feel like that's about both the animes we're watching this week, and I'm not going to talk about the second one yet. But yep. Chio's okay. This fir- the first episode, I was kind of it, like I could literally sum it up in like, Chio walks to school, she has to go around a construction site. She walks a couple of roofs. She sees a guy who's brushing his teeth and he spits on her, and then she gets to school. Yep. That's pretty. <laughs> like I, I got like there's nothing that happened. Like, I think for both of we the... don't even we get an introduction to her character, but it's just like it's I don't also really a really care. bad introduction to the character. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah the first episode was not great. It's, no. This is another example of tell, telling instead of showing. Like, uh, give me something more. And it, it just started like... in the middle of her walking down the street, and then there were a couple of flashbacks, and at the same time, I was like, okay, this is a really weird intro like what's going on i don't get this yeah, yeah. like yeah. i had knowledge of it beforehand so i knew what the basic premise is but even then i was just like really like this is how you start it up yeah, yeah. i don't particularly like chio i don't really mm. care i mean i get i understand you know the introvertedness and the the difficulties of social interaction and things like that and i under, totally understand that i can relate on that level i just don't really care about her relating to it at all <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, with Chio, for me, I I read a good handful of the manga. I think I read like 25 or so chapters, and there were definitely moments that I'm like, I would love to see this animated. So I'm happy it got it, but I agree with you guys in that aspect that I, I think that it should have been a short. Yeah. Um, but both of the series I've picked this week are very simplistic in plot. Mm-hmm. Like... The, yeah. the summaries for each episode are like two sentences long <laughs> because there's not a lot that happens. It's just so over-dramatized and like, yeah, drawn out I think would be a good way to put it. Mm. So let's go into Chio's first three episodes. Uh, number one features Because the School is There and Chio-chan and Hosokawa-san. Running late to school and finding her usual shortcut blocked off, Chio decides to take a cue from her video games and attempts to parkour her way to school via the rooftop. On another day, Chio is unsure how to react when sports ace Yuki Hosokawa greets her doing her commute. That's literally the summary for episode one. Yeah, we already talked about the intro to uh, the episode and how not great that was, to put it politely. Oh, come on, it was really awful. Um, Agreed. But for the first part of the episode... I I understood what they were going for with her attempts at parkour or whatever, yeah. but it was me watching it, and I was just like, this isn't funny, really. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, uh. I did like the second story a lot more, though. The yeah. second yeah. story was better, yeah, yeah, because I had her interacting with people yeah. instead of just Well, like, it felt, yeah, it was way more relatable. I've yeah. never yeah. gone to school and thought, oh, man, I should jump on the roofs and get there. Oh, yeah, yeah. because there's... <laughs> oh. And on the roofs for a really long time. Yeah, it's, it's drawn it was so out. long. It is yeah. very drawn out. It was yeah. so long. It was. I just. Yeah. Um, how was she? Okay. First off, if she's supposed to be like this, she just sits at home and just games and doesn't do much else. She's very below average. So I'm assuming that it also relates to her athletic ability. How was she able to like vault herself up onto that? 
Well, no, they do reference later that she is. She's part of the tennis club. Yeah. So she, she is, is athletic. athletic. Yeah, tennis club allows you to parkour. Yeah, yeah, no. That's, that's, nah, yeah, nah. That's yeah. a stretch, and they don't even talk about that in this first episode, because she was able to, like, vault across rooftops and, like, giant gaps of rooftops, and later on, when she encounters that businessman and jumps off of him, like... Tennis ain't gonna prepare you for that. Well, no, the the way, the way that the later episodes frame it is that she has this weird gamer brain mode. Yeah. Where she can mimic stuff that she sees in her video games. That's how I've had to accept that she can do all that in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, oh, she watched somebody do CQC and then she learned how to do it instantly. Yeah. Can do SWAT turns just by thinking of them. Yeah. Really. <laughs> But yeah, I agree completely. First part of this episode is weak. Even in manga form, it's extremely weak. But the second one, where there is that relatable situation that I've had so many times of, oh, is this person waving to me on my way to like a destination? And then I either look behind me or I, I wave back. And there's always that embarrassing moment where, oh, it wasn't directed at me. Yeah. Chio solution, I'm throwing myself in the trash. <laughs> Yeah, I did like that. I, I especially liked when she tried to ditch her by going into the convenience store. Yeah, yeah. That, I liked that a lot more than the mm-hmm. trash one because up until this point, they're kind of playing it semi-realistic. Okay, maybe forget the, the roof kind of thing, but it's just like, all right, she's making really, like I, I every argument she made in her brain, I'm like, these are reasonable solutions. Yeah, I'm yeah. totally, like, even what, I could even justify the walking across the roof. I'm like, it is the shorter distance, and if you can do it, why not? I'd do it if I could too. Um, you know, but I'm not part of a tennis club. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, the garbage wine was kind of stupid. And then just sort of, like, the fact that the person... I forgot the name of the girl. Why, guys, we just know. Okay? Blue-haired, popular girl. Osakawa, Sam. Yeah. Blue-haired, yeah. popular girl. Uh, she, <laughs> she was like, oh, are you okay? And that's about it. She doesn't, Other than that, she's like, yeah, la, 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 la. And uh, whereas the... Ditching her in a convenience store made a lot more sense, and you know, every and every subsequent solution that she came up with to like these difficulties she's encountered also made a lot of sense. But the garbage one was just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think with this part, there was also like, especially compared to the first one, this is where they finally show off like some stylization, where you get to like see like how her brain interprets what she's doing yeah. with yeah. all these kinds of effects. Um, but I think that's everything we can cover for first, so let's move on to the second one. Uh, in this one, we got Bloody Butterfly Effect, Manana, Otero, and Me, and Bump of Slave. Well, that's an interesting title. Mm. After accidentally elbowing motorcycle gang leader Mayuta Ando and knocking over his bicycle. Motorcycle. Chio escapes the situation by taking on her online persona, Bloody Butterfly, and scaring him into quitting his gang. The next day, Chio and her friend Manana spy on Yuki being confessed to by a boy, ending up in a compromising situation themselves when she mentions being friends with Chio. Later, Manana lies about having experience with guys to try and get in good graces with Yuki. I like this episode a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I thought this one was a lot more fun. Just her interaction, especially with the delinquent gangster... Just, I loved it. The whole yeah. bloody butterfly thing, it was so <laughs> stupid. It was so stupid, and it was a nice relief from the monotony of the of first, first episode. Yeah. That it was just like, okay, here's a slightly more outlandish situation with an even more outlandish response yeah. to it. And it worked a lot better than the first episode. I don't think this could have replaced the first episode, no. like, if the order was switched, no. but, like, it was an improvement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. um... Yeah, we there was a, again there was a lot more story to tell. 
Yeah. And they were showing the story instead of just sort of like, all right, this is what's going to happen. And this is me talking about my life in my head. It was like actually coming out. And there was a connection between like her head voice versus her outside voice. And I really loved. Yeah. Like you said, Remington, I absolutely loved the fact that she had that connection with that that delinquent yeah. motorcycle gang guy. <laughs> and um, I can't wait to see more of that interaction. I feel like it's something that's just going to keep coming back up. Yeah. So which is kind of cool. Yeah. And I like to see that kind of, especially he's in like the, what, the intro se- sequence as well. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a pretty common recurring character. Yeah. And I like it. And I'm, look, I'm, I'm in, I'm in for that ride. Yeah. Uh, second and third story of this one, I would say weaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's more like you get the dynamic between Chio and Manana mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they act like me and my best friend mm-hmm. where it's like. We we do a lot of crap talking about each other. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we look at ways to, like, annoy each other, and we, like, treat each other, like, weirdly differently from, like, any other group of friends. Mm. Um, and with this one in particular, it's, like, they're looking at ways to one-up each other and gain more popularity, <laughs> yeah. while also, like, saying, like, goodbye, Chio. You're just a commoner now. <laughs> yeah. While I rise. <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy their relationship. Just the, the way that they talk to each other is really funny, especially after, like, she got replaced by that guy, by the non-president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you're welcome back to reality. Oh, my gosh, you're so beautiful. I can't believe I'm talking to you. <laughs> and it's just the way that she trash talks her. It's yeah. really fun. I, I, um, okay, I understood people in my life who have been that friend. Yeah that you know the social climbers and stuff like that especially early on Mm. like uh and it was very satisfying to see her crash and burn uh because it was just kind (laughs) of like you know that's that's the um the schadenfreude in me but i i love the fact that it was just that she so called her on it and then forgave her uh because you know that's how actual friends are and it felt like this is nice to see uh, in anime, like an actual messy friendship, yeah. but with like real, real reality, real. reality, <laughs> reality. <laughs> <laughs> with um, like realistic messiness to it. Hmm. Like she really wants to be popular. Her friend doesn't care. So she's going to be cutthroat about it because like my friend doesn't care. I don't need her. You know, she's not going to help me in my life kind of thing and kind of go for go for it. And when it fails, because as that always inevitably does, and her friend forgave her. It was just like, it was like, that's that's the kind of fight you go through with a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just a nice, uh, it, nice, refreshing take over like the unrealistic friendships set up in a lot of anime of this kind. Well, yeah, the super pure friendships. They're either yeah. super pure or they're super backstabby <laughs> and there's no in between. There's no yeah. middle ground. There, this was a nice middle ground that, It gave me a little bit more hope after the first episode, for sure. Mm. Another relatable thing I found with this episode is, like, the people who tell lies to get more social standing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've had so many in high school, like, oh, my family owns a lie. Oh, a lion. I was about to say island. And for some reason, that slipped out. (laughs) My family pilots Voltron. You know what? (laughs) 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 We do it together on a Saturday evening. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, with this one, it was like, I got kissed by a college guy. So sophisticated. Yeah. 
It was just like I took that story out of a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to the final episode that we checked out. Uh, Bloody, Bloody Butterfly Effect 2 and the Kabotic 4. Chio comes across Ando speaking with his gang about their encounter, prompting her to reveal the truth to him and about Bloody Butterfly. The next day, Chio and Manana are approached by Madoka Kushitori and about joining her Kabaddi club. Forced into a practice match against her and Yuki, Chio manages to avoid defeating, uh, to avoid defeat by taking advantage of Madoka's lesbian tendencies. Okay, so... On point wiki right here. <laughs> okay, so starting off with Bloody Butterfly Effect 2, I think the only part of the show that I really like is Mayuda and Chio's interactions. Yeah. Because yeah. every time they're together, it's gold. Yeah. Yes. It's just perfect comedy gold of the of the gang leader and Chio. And it's just, just yeah. keeps getting more and more outlandish with every single meeting. And I love it. Like, she has been telling him, like, oh, I'm, like, in his mind, he's been interpreting, like, oh, she's in the underworld. She's, like, this ruthless killer. Like, she's saying, like, don't become like me. I kill Side people note, daily. Is an idiot. When he's like, I've never even held a gun. I can't take a life. <laughs> don't invite me into this world with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they have probably some of the best interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, but uh, this episode was where... I found a major problem with the show. Okay. Just because it, it kind of made me think about, like, comedy anime in general. And I realized this whole Chiyo Goes to School, like, bit, that's, like, the gimmick of the show, mm-hmm. that would be one episode in an older comedy series. Yes. Like, that doesn't feel like it would be an entire True. series. Yeah. And then even more so, it's like they've realized that, and they've almost abandoned the premise of her going to school being the the whole story right right like those two both of those stories for that episode could not have just happened on her way to school there was no time for all that yes like what how how did she play an entire game of kabaddi (laughs) (laughs) like i was like there's there's no chance now it's just i'm watching the schoolgirl have funny interactions with her friends yeah was that on her way to school or on her way back from school because that when she was playing uh, kabaddi that was two. Kibadi. Yeah, two that school. was two school. Yeah, because yeah. then they get to school right after. Okay, see, so I turned away for like two seconds, and the way the length when you because of the length that you're describing, the length, the time issue there, I was yeah. like, "Are you sure this isn't after school? <laughs> this is probably after school." And I justified in my mind that they're walking home from school because there was no indication of school. Yeah, until they actually <laughs> well, get there. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, They've abandoned oh. the premise of yeah. I got to get to school on time yeah. just so that they can like have these funny situations and. That's because that premise doesn't hold up for an entire series, yeah. and they know that, and that's like the weakest part of this series to me. Yeah. It's like they couldn't handle this premise. This premise doesn't last for a whole series, and they know that. Yeah, even in the <laughs> manga, they go just right out the door with it. They're, yeah. they're because it just wasn't bringing in the views. Yeah, it, the views. <laughs> the views. <laughs> well, gotta get that, that ad I, revenue. Yeah. You can tell I've been watching a lot of Twitch and YouTube lately. <laughs> Gotta get the views. Oh, and there's a counter going up in the manga offices every time someone reads the chapter. At the end of every chapter. It's like, okay, but 100,000 people read this page, but only 95,000 read the page immediately after it. So what worked on this page and what did not work on this page? There's a lot of dislikes, racist comments on this page. The end of every chapter is just like, ring that bell for the next chapter. (laughs) I upload every week. Remember to like and subscribe. (laughs) Smash that like button for this page. <laughs> but yeah, that that is my problem with the series. It's just 
it's a weak premise to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that's what caused me to drop the original manga because around that time I started reading a lot of comedy uh, manga that were coming around around that time. Yeah. And Chia was one of the first I dropped because it was just like that's this, like. You, yeah. There's only yeah. so far that you can go with this. Well, yeah, that first storyline, as weak as it was, that is about the pr- like the maximum of what yeah. you can do with. <laughs> I gotta get to school on time. Like after that, you're basically done. Yeah, <laughs> like she's done crazy stuff to get to school. I get it. Yeah, like like even with me, I, I remember that there was like a time where I was just like experimenting with all different kinds of comedy manga, and Shio was like one of the very first ones to come up. But then I found Hina. And yeah. seeing Hina come out first now, it's like, yeah, Hina just has so much more quality over Chio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more room. Yeah. There's yeah. just way more room for them to do whatever they want, especially with those characters. Yeah. And because it's also that... All these characters are just regular people. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> that they're regular people and that they found a way in Hina to make, like... Like, they've ditched a premise, too, as well, of, like, the superpowers and yeah. all that. Like, it's a very minor detail now in Hina. But it, they still manage to create, like, whole storylines and arcs to characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Chio, I'll continue it. But it's wow. definitely weak. These first three episodes were weak enough for me to be like, yeah, I'll move on. There's other trash anime to check out this season. Yeah. I'll put it on. I found that they're just uh, on Funimation. They're just uploading the dub version, mm. so I'll probably keep this on in the background. It might turn into a guilty pleasure, but it's not one I'm going to be like. I'll probably wait for the entire season to be done before I actually go back to watching it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. How much better would this be? Because we talked about it earlier. If it was just a, if you took each episode and just took like the first part of it or like each part of it and made it its own episode, so it was short form. I would have liked it more. Yeah. I think you would have to cherry pick what you what you put in there, because I think Bloody Butterfly. I think those two could like. I feel like that could deserve an episode if they made that a congruent one. But I you mean, if they had put them together, yes, if they had put them together. But for most of them. Like most of the second halves are weaker. I like the Kabaddi one a lot. Yeah. Uh, but when it's like setting up like Yuki as well as that uh, one where they do the uh, where like she kisses the where uh, Chio and Mana like fake a kiss and mm. all that. Like I don't think that deserves an episode to use even on a short. Yeah. Yeah. If if they did it though, okay. So if they, I I agree. This needs to be shorter mm-hmm. because all the meat doesn't like is isn't like it's it's just in that one little piece and they can actually make it shorter to be honest yeah. i think some of the shorts could be shorter yeah. but like i feel like i would definitely tap out a lot earlier if they didn't if they did it the way they like it the way it's pro- progressing within the show yeah like um the ch- yeah chasing the couples down episode was kind of like okay i it was important so I probably would have just like cut down how that worked, but yeah. I don't know. I don't think I don't think much could save this one for me. This is this is background noise for me. Yeah, yeah. I think for me it was just I wanted to see like a couple moments highlight, particularly the bloody butterfly moments. Yeah. that we've highlighted. Mm-hmm. Really, I could just watch an entire anime of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just you know what? Let's just just. I'm only gonna watch make it shorts and I'm only gonna watch the bloody butterfly episodes and I'm good now see now I'm back on board with this one guys I can deal with that so I guess we'll move on to the next series which I'm very interested to see what people 
think of this one because this is a side story of Kaiji Ultimate Survivor. And now, before we continue, just to go around um, all of us here, who has watched Kaiji Ultimate Survivor? I've watched a bit of it. And Cole has raised his hand. Even though I recommended this all to you in episode seven, you still didn't check it out. <laughs> Look, you a recommend lot a lot of things I'm not going to watch. Yeah. You recommended oh. Garzy's Wing. Oh, God. This, Although this came did, off on the heels of Garzy's Wing. I so. did watch Garzy's Wing, so that was a put-off a little bit for me, I gotta say. But I did love a Garzy's put-off? Wing. Okay, we're not we're not going into me after Garcia's wing. Not, you say a lot of mech anime that I'm really not, not going to watch. Not even. That's not actually my recommendation not picks. Yeah. Six months from now, Cole will recommend Gundam Build Divers calling it. Okay, <laughs> but um, you you already, okay. no, 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 it was already now. his guilty pleasure. But anyway, so okay. I go on. So Cole and Remington have both seen Kaji. Lisa and I, we have not seen Kaji before. Mm. That's just the setup for this, so that you may understand, so that you can come to understand our opinions later on. Continue, Cole. Yes. So I was about to say, like, yeah, I recommend this on a, a previous episode of ours. But, uh, yeah, Kaiji was about uh, basically a dead-end gambler just surviving through a bunch of death games. And near the end of the season, you encounter Mr. Tonagawa, uh, who comes at, like, uh, secondhand to the Tei group, which is this, like, loan shark company and all that kind of stuff. Uh, hand over fist, like, nearly all of Japan. Um and he is in control of designing these games with his fellow cohort, with his uh, fellow cohorts, and I didn't know what to expect of this series. I expected it to be dark because it was focusing around the villains, but no, it's an office comedy. Yeah. yeah. See, okay, so if you remember last week, this was one of my picks for things I was looking forward to this season. Yep. All right, hmm. because I love the idea that he's the management of like this dark underground criminal ring and I'm like that's comedy gold right there like the banal everyday life of like a, like a deadly thug I'm like that's gonna be great they're gonna have like all this this amazing like these it, I, I would be okay if like the entire episode was literally just them in the office and they were like going through all this paperwork for like criminal activities that they were doing and just being really office worky about the whole thing with the backdrop of that whole thing. However, it just does not hold up on its own. But I think that would have been more boring. Though. Yeah. Well, no. it depends on the execution because I'm gonna. I I wasn't really expecting much from this, mm -hmm. and the premise and the way that the show moves forward, it just got run to the ground so quickly for me <coughs> yeah, that really? I get okay. what they're trying to do. But <sighs> I know exactly why it did it for me. Can we just go into yeah? Let's go into it because I know exactly why I don't because like it. Because the episodes are so short because they're twenty three minutes long. Yeah. No, but I mean, like the episode summaries themselves are so short because they summarize it perfectly. This is the most unremarkable story about the most remarkable <laughs> man, and. Like, episode one, half of it is literally a recap yeah. of Kaiji, Ultimate Survivor. Helpful for people like me and Lisa, who've never seen it, but at the same time, it was way too long and also went into way too much detail for stuff that doesn't seem to matter that much for the show itself. Can I just say that episode one, when I was going through episode one, and then they put the introduction sequence in the middle of it, and I'm like, oh, great, this is the ending, I don't have to watch this episode anymore. No, it was half an episode. <laughs> I was really upset wow. when I was watching that. Wow. I was like, okay, good. At least these episodes feel short. Nope, not even a little bit. Uh, 
before we actually get to the content, I really enjoyed episode one oh, okay. with okay. him just talking to veterans. Veterans. Yeah. veterans, did you guys do you guys agree that the recap was way too long and had like way too much information for what was needed? Well, okay, see that's the thing. I didn't watch all of Kaiji. Okay. So for me, I was fine with all the recap because I didn't but, like, know how it all ended. Yeah, but, but we like, didn't watch did we it at need all. the information on like this is like Kai, like Kaji, like he took part in a rock paper scissors game. Then he walked across like a plank. Like, is that really necessary to Mister Tonagawa? Like you. Um, I think it just... was more just so that you understand the nature of the games in Kaji. Yeah. Yeah, but it just did. They need to be as long as it was. You could probably yeah. cut it in. They could have cut probably it in not, half. Probably not. Yeah. They could have cut that in half easily and would have been way more enjoyable for me. And because like I found it helpful to know all that lore, but I didn't need to watch. Like, like that basic, much of a detailed summary. It felt like, yeah. guys, it felt like a mid-season half episode where they do the full recap. <laughs> it felt like that. And I'm like, why am I bothering here? Okay, okay. So the second half of episode one is literally just him walking around his company, uh, part of the TA group, and then meeting his, uh, meeting the president who says, I'm bored with life. You know, I'm sick of soap operas. I'm sick of people with their genes. I want death games. I want to see the dark side of humanity because it's the only thing that gets me off anymore. Organize some death games, Tonagawa. Okay, let's get a let's get a little council together. Everyone's in black suits. Everyone's wearing glasses. How the hell am I going to remember these people? Give me a name. Give me your hobby. And the names are Yamazaki, uh, Kawasaki, Saburo, Sojiro, Jiro. Dude, that's too many names. I'm sorry. And what's all your hobbies? Oh, all of us are bowling. <laughs> like, yeah. I I like the first episode. Yeah. I like, okay, after the recap bit. Like, when they actually started to do that, I liked how they were, um, how, but how simple the problems were and how yeah. overblown they made <laughs> yeah. them. Like, seeing everything that goes through his head is exactly why I love Kaiji. Yeah. Because it's so simple, but they make it, like, you get to they, peer into their mind of, like, I'm going into darkness. Why are your names so long and stupid? <laughs> Here's my problem, okay? Yeah. I loved that whole scene, all right? I loved the scene with the head of the, the, head of the, the group. I loved, actually, I didn't love at first, like, seeing, like, how, you know, the criminal shakedowns and all that stuff, because I didn't, like, I wasn't sure what to expect going into this, and I was, like, waiting for that middle management stuff to get, but I appreciate that it happened. Yeah. Like, now that, in hindsight, at the time, I was like, what am I watching? I don't really care, because it's, first off, it's not even showing, a, like, any good shakedown scenes. These are as boring as you could possibly get. Mm. Like, that could have been a lot more exciting. But you like, got everything you already needed. He's the most remarkable man. <laughs> But it doesn't even like the way they. Sh it, it's the way they're showing it, and more importantly, it's that goddamn voiceover. Oh yeah, can we kill the narrator? Yeah, the narrator. I love the narrator. No, can we the narrator. The narrator is way too long. Number Great two. two? Number two. <laughs> number two. That was like one of my favorite things. Yeah. No, I love that guy. It, he breaks up the comedy like all the yeah. time. Like with the moments he when like the, the moments when like Tanagawa and his subordinates are actually talking and they could get like a routine going. Mm. Those are the best moments. But every minute or every thirty seconds, this narrator shows up and just for another kills thirty the, seconds. And 
just kills the flow. Yeah. Every time that he shows up, no. he just murders the flow of this show. If we and I want to yes. kill the narrator yeah. because if he wasn't here, I would like this show a lot more. Same here. Because the showing scenes where they're actually going through it, like, okay, when he finally shut the heck up, all right? Because we can't swear on this podcast. When he finally <laughs> shut the heck up... Um, and they were getting down to the name thing. And he was only punctuating just a little bit for parts of it. Like, I, I was like, I relate to that. You guys know how bad I am with names. This is me every time I start, like, anything new or get into a new group. I'm like, how do I remember all these names? And I totally understand where or he like, was coming from. Or like the scene where one of the subordinates, whose name I forget, hey, yeah. that's part of the joke, and I guess it's working well. <laughs> um, like, he offers up the first guy. It's like, why don't we do rock, paper, scissors? And like, the back and forth of him being like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, rock, paper, scissors. I feel that we could yeah. do a mixed version that of that. So Tell me the mixed version of that. <laughs> like, that's good. And then the narrator, and then the piss, 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 like the whispers come up and like the words pop up and then the narrator joins in and I'm like, and I'm done. And I'm lost. Really? Interest. I love uh, it. Yeah. The narrator's that's not like necessity that. for Kaiji for me. Yeah, that's the thing. I know it because that's how Kaiji works. So I was like, ha, that's funny because he's doing comedy stuff instead of the normal serious narration. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. How long ago did you actually, did you first watch Kaiji? I watched it like, I don't know how long ago now. Like it came out in like 2007, right? Yeah. yeah I remember so. watching it five years ago and then I revisited it maybe a year and a half ago. I feel like you guys are watching this through nostalgia, rose-colored glasses. Okay, I, I watched it like... long enough ago where I don't remember any of it. But it doesn't <laughs> matter. You remember the good feeling that came from it. And we've had this problem many times before in anime. Like, uh, for example, there's a few animes that I've gone back to after a long time of not watching it. And I'm like, oh, this was the greatest thing on earth. And I've sat down to watch it. I'm like, this really doesn't hold up anymore. Hmm. And I'm feeling like, because we're watching it from very fresh eyes. Like, okay. the comedy effect that's happening here, we've kind of grown beyond it. Like, I think it's, like, we see funnier things that happen now that, because we don't have that nostalgia that you guys have for Kaiji, mm -hmm. that, that's why we can't get into this narrator. Like, that, I think it's the fact that he goes on too long. It's not punctuated very well. I've seen other animes where they do the same thing, and it's so much better because it's short, it's sweet, it's funny, and it recurs at points that don't kill the momentum of the jokes. See, I'm thinking that it's it's literally just a style thing. Yeah, that's because, what I think. Like, I'll, I'll, I've watched shows like Game Center CX, where there, it's just this guy playing video games, and he'll make jokes and stuff. But then after that, the narrator will come in with this like big exposition, and yes. he'll like explain what's happening or it anything, could... and it's just part of the comedy. Like but that's just how they do but it. it. But it's not in the middle of the joke. But that Whereas is, it is. But it is. Yeah, it is. But like, yeah, but it's, it's all context. Yeah. It's context dependent here yeah. because like, I'm watching this, and it's just like shut up please and let these people riff off of each other or like bounce off of each other for more than a minute please yeah because they their their interactions are like beautiful yeah. like i would love ha just to uh tonagawa just being that lead and being that voice and his internal struggle is like everything to me and, like, about this anime i feel my biggest complaint at that point would be like if the narration was moved that the gags would be too long because really yeah. this is an 11 minute episode where the only gag is he can't remember their names their hobby is yeah. bowling, yeah. bowling and it's stretched out for 11 minutes and the narration is used to pad it out so maybe i'm feeling like with the like if you killed narration did you get right to jokes but then you're just left with like a five minute animated sequence of mm -hmm. a dude 
like not remembering names. Like, not I'd remembering be good names. with that. If this was a sh- again, like I said at the beginning, like this this episode, this show, I would love a lot more. Got rid of the narrator, and it was just shorts. I could dig this this anime. Like it's just enough of a stupid, like juxtaposition kind of premise that is already effective. Like in the jokes, the way they're telling it. In, in that shortened version, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. I would have gotten the value I wanted out of the whole thing from it, if it was shorter. For me, no. Like, on all of those levels, no. But that's because I do love Kaiji. I love yeah. everything exactly, about Kaiji. Exactly, though. But, like, I think a good comparison here would be Kakaguri. Because this is one, Kakaguri, I do not like. I know yeah. Preston's recommended it. But... Like, Hakaguri has, like, one-episode games. Kaiji has, like, they span seven episodes. Like, for the second season, the, the whole second half, which is, like, 12 episodes, is him going up against a damn pachinko machine. And it's just all that stuff. It's the narration. It's it's the depression that you see with Kaiji. It's all those kinds of elements tied together that make that show and make that style its own yeah. that I really appreciate. When I view it, how would you react to the show if you've never seen Kaji before in your life? And you, had you no see, that's why I thought this was going to be interesting to see. Because for me, as a Kaiji fan, I'm like, yeah, this is everything I want. For newcomers coming in to a side story of all things, mm-hmm. yeah, I can totally understand that this is not your I cup don't, of tea. Yeah, I have a feeling just from your description that if I were to watch Kaji and that narration is the same in it from what you, from what I gather, yeah. it's just yeah. more of a serious tone. I think it could work. Mm-hmm. I don't. I do not think that this that the style of narration that they use in this show works in a comedy. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't think it. I think part of it too for me, because Kaiji came out a good decade right. and a bit ago, and um, if I put it in the context of anime that came out at that time, it would make a lot of sense to me. At that point, at this point, because of what I've seen and how they've already taken like. The way that kaiji has been structured and a lot of the motifs and a lot of the like the the shtick that comes with kaiji and they've improved it let's be real here we've seen this and we've seen it better like that i think that's part of the thing that's holding this back is because of that time frame and like what's happened in between i think the context that we're watching in it's not very conducive to newcomers yes i didn't know like how connected it would be i thought it was going to be like him like going every week to like a different client and trying to get the money out of them. I didn't think it was going to be, okay, how are we going to devise these stupid games? How am I actually going to keep the morale for my team of no goods that I don't really care about, but I have to have good standing with. Um, But it's also filled like with tons of references that like I really enjoy. Like episode three, I was laughing my ass off when they brought out the grill that he's eventually going to kill himself on. Like, let's break it in by... Spoilers! Oh, it's spoiled in, like, the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, actually, I didn't think he died. No, he's dead. Oh, well, he's dead. I mean, he's kneeling on, like, hot coals. I mean, he could just burn himself <laughs> and leave a scar, okay? I didn't think he actually died. <laughs> no, with the president, you go all out. Okay, okay. <laughs> and they, he kind of, they also brought that, like, the rip idea Mr. that... Rip Mr. Tanagawa. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think that's part of the thing. He just wanted that's, to golf. That's, yeah. like, part of the over-the-top <laughs> thing. It's, like, it's extreme, which is why the narrator is there in the first place. Yeah, because all of it's extreme stuff. It's not, like... But we didn't ex- need the narrator for it. But the extreme yeah. doesn't work in it this doesn't, context. It doesn't. That's what I'm saying. I okay, think so. I think we spent this entire time talking about episode one. Oh, yeah. So do we yeah. want to move on to episode two? Like and episode two, very simple as well. It's just, hey, pitch some ideas. 
The president walks in. Okay, we gotta impress him. No one wants to stand up. Yamazaki, get up. Okay, what do you what do you think? Uh, what about that idea? President's not liking it. Rejected. What about this one? President didn't like it. Rejected. Well, what about you, Mr. Tonegawa? What do you think? Erase it all, okay? That's how we get out of this situation. I'm throwing y'all under the bus. Yeah. Um, this is, again, a 20-minute gag, mm-hmm. pretty much. I think that the scenes where, like, it's like, but you liked rock, paper, scissors. No, <laughs> no, I never <laughs> did. <laughs> um, are pretty good, but, again, like, not to go over the same complaints as last yeah, time. Like, yeah. I disagree with the narration as a yeah. whole. Um, now that this is 20 minutes long and it's the same gag, yeah. I grew tired of it after a while. Like, some of, like, again, the rock, the thing I just mentioned, that was funny, but it just goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Again, needs to be shorter. I totally related to this gag too. Like I know I'm gonna relate to every gag that they're gonna do in here because I've I've done I've done the working sector. I've gone through a lot of the stuff he's going through. Not as a mob boss. Yes. <laughs> as far as you Hopefully know. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mob boss, boxer. Uh, what else are you? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I, I I've been there. She I've is been the most in a interesting meeting. podcaster in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my beer. Dos Equis. <laughs> Brilliant. Stay thirsty, my friends. Um, we're not sponsored. Yeah. Yeah. Stay, stay thirsty, my enemies. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so original. Got past the sponsor. Um, no branding here. Anyway, sorry, I was going on. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been there. I've been in meetings where it's like, okay, we have a deadline to meet. We got to get this done. They're expecting us to do it like immediately, and then the boss walks in, and like, yeah, I just want to sit in, and it goes dead. And everyone's afraid to like perform, <laughs> yeah. and nothing gets done as a result of the boss being there. And it's just like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? So I'm like, I, I like, I, I relate to this, and I feel like every episode that things are gonna happen, I'm totally gonna relate to. So yeah. I like that. I wish it was so, shorter. Ten minutes. Ten minutes is all I need. I can deal with ten minutes and no narrator, and it would have been great. So I know. Yeah. I think we can. All. We disagree a lot. <laughs> yes. On this show. Can we all agree that brainstorming meetings suck? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Good. We are united again. Episode three, let's break that union apart. You come to the table with your brainstorm. You have them already. Who actually comes to a table with brainstorm ideas, though? Really effective, organized people do. None of us are that. Oh, well, I am. So you say. I'm organized. Air quotes. (laughs) Okay. What? So I'm just dragging three. you through the yeah. mud. What? <laughs> I'd like you to say otherwise. Go ahead. Step outside and tell me otherwise. Okay, <laughs> step outside. Jeez. I mean, I never worked for a mob. <laughs> you with the hydros. So episode three, after basically destroying all trust within his team, he has invited all of them uh, to an all-expenses-paid villa. And, of course, there has to be that person in the group who's like, well, you got all of this thing. You got ping pong tables. You got great TVs. You got this wonderful space. Where's the bowling alley? <laughs> and, and then he brings out, okay, uh, we'll go bowling after. Let's let's do a barbecue. I got like S class Kobe beef. I have like all of this brilliant and beautiful wine from my personal cellar. Um, where's the beer? You know what? Take my wallet. Just go get the beer, okay? Piss off. <laughs> and then uh, it's just about building up that trust again by having good times with his team. And then failing. Yep. And then failing. yep. 
But my favorite part that I already said was him bringing out the grill that only one team member's like, yo, the president, the sick sadistic, sadistic president, that's meant for people. Let's break it in by grilling some beef. <laughs> Uh, yeah. At least we're out of the boardroom in this one. Yeah, yeah. Like there was there was a nice change of scenery, and I think in this one, the gags like it wasn't just we're just sticking with this one thing the entire time. It was yeah. where's bowling, where's the beer, yeah. like all these things like adding up that made it a more enjoyable episode and a better paced episode as well. I agree, yeah. and they finally brought it back to the whole mob thing. Because in the first two episodes, I felt that was really missing. Like, it wasn't, like, a major... Like, there there were tiny little notes to it, whereas, like, the grill was the central feature here. Yeah. Where that was like, oh, okay, yeah, they're bad guys, I forgot, <laughs> kind of thing. So, I, I I liked that. Also, I could... I've, I've been there. I've been to staff socials. <laughs> where it's just, there's always, there's always, where's my beer? Okay, first off, no. It's not no. the budget. Second off... <laughs> I didn't. See, you were supposed to be planning this with me. God damn it, George! <laughs> I mean, hi guys. I'm back to the podcast. Shout out to George. Shout out Up to George. Out there, baby. <laughs> Hope you're still alive and not swimming yeah. the not grilled. He's on a grill. He's <laughs> on a grill. <laughs> well, guys, in my former job, uh, I worked at a tip top tailor. Ah, yeah. God, this is... black suit, sunglasses. Was that your uniform? <laughs> did you like bowling? <laughs> I did quite a lot, actually. We had a lot of staff bowling. No, we didn't actually. I'm making this up. I, I'm, I, I just want to fit in. <laughs> wow. Okay, this episode took a turn. Yeah. Back to the anime. So let's go through Lisa's issues <laughs> now. <laughs> there was a time, guys. She doesn't like the show because it reminds her of her old office job. So it's clear as day. That only two of us like the elements in this show because we do know the source material. Mm. Well, and I just I, like it because it reminds me of like a comedian stand-up bit. Yeah, that's that's what it was. It was the just comedian stand-up bit doesn't go on for this long. A Japanese one does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Like it's the Japanese humor. Do the that Japanese? I yeah. Does the Japanese one have a narrator? Yeah. I would love it if they did. I'm telling you, Japanese humor feels very different, and it used to be like I think five years ago I wouldn't have liked the series at all. Because Japanese humor, I was not into it as much. It's usually just like, oh, it's it's almost like point and gag. Yeah. It's just like, oh, look, I'm saying something ridiculous. Haha, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And I'm like, that's that's not funny. I, I knew. Stuff. I was like, that was obviously ridiculous. Like, I knew that from the start. But that, they just enjoy pointing it out with anime. Mm. I don't know why. That's just how it seems to work. And I've gotten used to that. And now I, like, to a degree, I find it funny when they do it now, where I'm like, haha, that's, that is very silly. <laughs> you are a straight man. Yes, you are. Yeah. Like, this- are you calling me and Preston out saying we don't understand the, cu- the cultural contextualization of the humor in this anime? I well, actually- no, I'm just saying it doesn't I- always work. Yeah. That doesn't always work for everyone. No, it, I think you're straight up calling us out. No, because the thing is, is I, I have watched like Japanese television shows with well, like yeah. stand-up humor, and that that was more enjoyable than this. Yeah, same. I, I watch. A, but why? Because this just wasn't executed as well as those other shows did it. Yeah, that's, that's as simple it. as well, that. Well, I know, but what was executed poorly? Like aside from the, the narrator, length, aside the from length, the narrator, the, the, the length, length of the, the we literally outlined it for like a good just solid the length? ten minutes. The length, the length of the, j- the gag, the variety of the gags, yeah. because I did like three episode three more than yeah. episode one and two because at least they switched up. Like yeah. it was the same tone, but it was switched up at least. Mm. And uh, it 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 wasn't even okay. So it's not so much how long it is because 
that long joke can go really, really well or really, really bad. In this mm. case, it just went really, really bad. There was way too much show, tell, and not enough show. I was fine with the long off. joke. The like, I didn't mind it. Like, it felt like Game Station, like, when you brought that up. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this does feel like Game Station. Yeah. I was, like, I was totally cool with the name joke being the whole thing. I was fine with that. That didn't bother me. And even the bowling, like, I love that. The jokes were fine in themselves. It's just how... Again, if it, it's it's a one or the other kind of thing. Like it, like the, the the name joke would have been totally fine on its own without the narrator. I probably even could have stood the eleven the eleven minutes of that name joke mm. because it was one of those. It just keeps going. It stops being funny and then it's funny again, kind yeah. of like it. It had the appropriate length. Whereas in the second episode, when and when we had the board meeting and the joke was long. Hmm. And it kept going. And then we actually had the joke that should have been long, which was the president being there. Yeah. And that was way too short. Like, all these jokes were unbalanced. Hmm. The pacing was off enough that we never got, when it was really, really long, it never got back to that point where it was funny, not funny, funny again. Okay. It never got I to can that. understand that part, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, then, and, and then the narrator just itself, it was just like, disrupted the momentum of the, the disrupted the flow of those jokes and, and actually prohibited that it's funny again because you need to kind of immerse yourself into that joke, right? Mm. And so then when the narrator happens during that it's not funny point, you can't get easily back into that, oh, it's funny again point. I think that's what it was for me. Mm. I thought a lot about this. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to, again, last week I was look like, I was all in for the premise of the story. Like, I really wanted to like this. And then I was just like, found myself so bored by it, and I couldn't figure out why, so I had to really think about it. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. sleep much well, last I, night. I you were up all night reflecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More than I did. Yeah, that's exactly what kept me up, was why don't I like this anime? These middle management blues. <laughs> I just stuck in my head. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting to see, like, there's really, there's only, like, a bit of middle ground that all of us share is that, like, we enjoy, like, the primary content of it. Yeah. Of, like, the joke itself. It's just how it's executed that we're so divided on. Yeah. 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 I will, I won't be watching it I won't anymore. either. I'm, full confession, guys, I didn't watch the third episode. I'm not going, uh, I wasn't going to. I tapped out. out. I wow. tapped out by episode two. I couldn't do it. It was it was just unbearable. I it wanted was really to tap bad. out episode two. I did watch the third one. Kind of, I'm okay that I did, but like honestly, didn't contribute. Did it add much to you? Aside it didn't from change the- my overall appealing on how I'm not going to be watching it yeah. again. Like, I wonder like what this spells for like the rest of the season. It doesn't I, look good. Guys. Yeah, because I think it's going to be weird awards. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, if. I think it's going to be like this again multiple times where it's it like is. we br- we bring a series to the table and then it's just like some of us enjoy it and others are just firmly against it. Yeah. Okay, real talk. How many of you have gone ahead with other shows that have started in the season? What shows have we started watching already? The only thing I've watched is Harakana kind of Receive. I've a man of taste. <laughs> All right, so we already, we already know where you were at. What have you started watching? I've been watching... Um, uh, Yuragi So no Unison, or like the, I can't even remember the English title off the top of my head. Um, it's Eki Trash. Um, and I also started How come watching. You don't call him trash for it. Because <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. He's I, talking about the same perviness that I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, I'm admitting it's trash. Um, and Grand Blue Dreaming. And I also want to start the badminton one, Hanabeto. 
I yeah, I want to start that one. Yeah, I want to start that one. The rest of the season is completely uninteresting to me, so I'm really looking forward to hating on a bunch of anime. How about you? What have yeah. you started watching? So it's these two, mm-hmm. and then really it's just because I'm moving. I don't have a lot of time on my hands right now. The the one that I'm really interested to check out that I keep seeing on Twitter is Cells at Work. Yeah. Oh, oh, I also started uh, watching yeah. that How one. is it? Oh, it is pretty good, okay. actually. That's, that might be one we could watch. Horrific Okay. <laughs> this is great. Really? Is it? Are they long episodes or the short episodes? No, they're twenty-three minute episodes. <gasps> really? Yeah, okay, they're twenty-three that's minute episodes. From... But I think they, I think it has good character, and I think um, the juxtaposition of those characters does the show a great. Is okay. Great. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna go home and watch. Um, because I started watching a lot of a lot of uh, bad stuff. Okay, so I did watch How to Summon a Demon Lord, the first episode last night. Wow. It is Why? as bad as you yeah. think it is. Yeah. Why? Um. Don't make us watch it. You'll because make I've watched watch a lot of the things I already wanted to watch. I'm like, I need something to just put on while I'm working here. And it's not good. At that point, I'm I would probably just choose not, nothing. <laughs> not going to continue it. So that's Mr. Tony Galloway. Hey, one nothing. of us has to take a hit for the team to see for sure if it's as bad as you think it is. Everyone's <laughs> taking hits. Uh, I started watching, um, what was that? The, the demon, the devil. How to not summon a How, demon lord? No, that was no. the one I just talked about. You, oh. The other devil. The Macquarie was not paying attention. Oh. Death. Death angels. Oh, really? Angel of death. That's what oh. I started You know what? It is not what you think it is. It's still bad? It's weird. I don't know if it's bad yet. Okay. I've only seen one episode of it, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I know if it's bad yet. And, um... What is this stupid thing that looks like the B movie, The Journey Home? <laughs> oh, yeah. What? What is it? The one with the, the girl reference, um... <laughs> Cole is looking up the shows there on Crunchyroll right now, and the journey home is this B movie garbage. And is I mean an like the B, B movie. Yep. No, that's an actual B. Wow. Yep. Okay. That's I don't know. Is that an anime? Did it come out this season? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's on episode three. If not, it might make everyone hate me more. It comes out every Saturday, y'all. Check oh, it out. Geez. Remington, what have what have you watched aside from literally just Harukana Receive? Okay, yeah. that is man of taste. Yeah, so that is the welcome only to the trash pile. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what yeah. guys. I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope for the season. I don't yeah. know what we're gonna. Yeah, the, recommend. the awards might be just like what wasn't the worst. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be season one all over again for us. <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely worse than season one. I mean, wait, be, like, yeah. the winter yeah. season. Hey, we had Violet Evergarden. Yeah, we, yeah. Did. we had True. some good. We had some. Good, we had a couple really good ones. And a real, real high I'm highs. Really real looking, low lows. I'm really, yeah. really looking forward to you guys uh, watching Grand Blue Dreaming because I hope that yeah. that might be the one uniter for all of us. I, think I really that hope is so going too. To be. Yeah. Sound, I like. I love the premise you described. Okay. It sounds great. Yeah. That and hopefully sells at work. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really hopeful about that one. Well, anyway, speaking of which, so who's uh, and so next week we're gonna have a very special episode, right? You want to tell us about that, Cole? Yep, we are bringing out the pots and pans. We're doing some cooking yes <laughs> food gonna food, be looking at glorious food yep yeah, and just gonna spotlight a couple series we're probably gonna be looking at some shokugeki no soma yeah oh, no. some sweetness Why? some sweetness and lightning what yeah. about you guys where are you bringing to the table uh, <laughs> i'm gonna be bringing a bunch of like uh isa- cooking isekai shows to the table because i watch trash like I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's like I, I isekai got, with cooking. Well, I guess I gotta watch this pile of turds. <laughs> yeah, I got Brilliant. I got a couple. I got one that came out a couple seasons ago. Um, you can't remember the name of it. No, I know the name. I didn't know we were doing names, but if we're doing names, I can say it. It's uh, Restaurant to Another World. Definitely mm. want to talk about that. Oh uh, yeah, I know that. One. I want to talk about. It's not food per se, but it's cocktails, and I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, something about uh, li- love is like a cocktail. 
or something. Oh, yeah! Because oh, yeah. I, I just was thinking about that one. I'm like, that's got, definitely got to go on to this. But. Yeah, and there's a couple one. more, and I couldn't remember. I'm going to come back to the table well, with this I'll be one, doing a lot of research to come up with a few more. Yeah, there's a few more that I... There was one that I just remembered on the way over here, and it's gone as quickly as I remembered it, but I, it's there's food. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk about Biori... That's Yatsuru from last year. I said I'm going to talk about every it. scene involving Sanji in One Piece. <laughs> I'm going to talk about every cooking episode in Gundam. There's not Guys, a... I'm going to talk are about that. Are there many? Are there actually? There's literally zero. I know that, yeah. There's, <laughs> well, no, there's, there's like one where they're on an shocked. island. There I is one episode food. in Gundam, like the original series, where it's like, we don't got salt for our fries. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> we need to go find yes. salt. <laughs> Guys, we're going to talk about bed and breakfast spirits because that was all about a restaurant. No, oh, I could no. definitely We're tell that. Oh, thank you. No. We're not talking about that. Okay, All so right, that's... going to be a good episode next yep, week. Yep, that's what's up next week. So, I guess we'll go into our recommendations for the week. Woo! Yep. So, who wants to kick it off? Lisa, you're kicking it off. Sweet, I'm kicking it off. Let's turn, uh, okay, so, um, anyway, uh, I picked an anime that... Hmm. How do I explain it? It's good. It's good. It's interesting. The only problem I have with it is it doesn't feel very finished. But it's a. I actually do recommend uh, watching this one, and it's called uh, Alice and Zoroku. Okay. All right. So the premise of the whole thing uh, is that these girls with supernatural powers um, are raised in a secret facility. This one girl, Alice, happens to escape from this. And we learn that she's super, super powerful. And she's escaping the facility and on all the chase, people that are chasing her, trying to bring her back. And she ends up uh, meeting this elderly gentleman named Zoroku. Okay. And so Zoroku takes her in as his granddaughter. And she, who has grown up as, like, essentially a weapon, but with a childlike kind of mind to the whole thing. I'm getting flashbacks to this, but continue it on. Came out, it came out, I think... Um, winter of last year, I want to say winter or spring. It was it was just before we started the podcast, actually. Okay. Um, but anyway, what I really liked about it is this great relationship, uh, where Zenroku has been the first like loving authority figure in her life. So he's like this gruff old grandpa dude. He any stereotype you can think about a grandpa, that's what Zenroku is. All right. Okay. Um, and he runs a flower shop too. So that kind of like, it's this weird juxtaposition of he's like a soft, softy, gruff kind of guy. Hmm. And so this relationship between him and his actual grandchildren and children, um, and Alice, and then the subsequent people that are also related to Alice's like former military life that come in, um, are really great. And then the fan fantastical happenings that kind of progress as the series goes on because it stops being a trying to put her in like a real life scenario and goes right back into like the fantastical and sucking Zoroku and his normal life kind of into it without actually leaving that normal life, if that makes sense. But yeah, it's really great character development, um, a fast paced, interesting story. My only thing is it's finished, but it doesn't quite feel, it feels kind of rushed towards the end, in my opinion. But is it in on a cliffhanger? It or? doesn't have, no, it's done. They finish it. Okay. But it just doesn't feel like, it just feels like they kind of rush to kind of get that wrapped up kind of thing but um 
while still solidifying all the arc. So it's you won't go away going like, oh, I wonder what happened. You will wonder what happened for certain things, but it's not something that's necessary to be told in the story kind of thing. It's more like relationship why why is what happened wise and since it's not like a love relationship it's a family relationship we know that that's going to be a much longer story to tell so it's it's okay in that respect however it's really really pretty there's really great character design there's really great environmental design especially when they go into the wacky things and how the um alice's manifested power kind of uh evolves and brings everybody that's surrounded into it is also really really fa fascinating there's some really good fight scenes in it too which you wouldn't have expected um as small and sparse as they can be in the whole thing it's uh i do recommend it you guys should honestly check it out it's worth a it's a good sunday afternoon binge it's not like edge of your seat you're gonna watch it every episode but I definitely see. give it a check okay remington well, what have you brought to the table uh yeah so this week i'm recommending an old series from about i don't want to say 2002 2001. Wow, we're really reaching into the pile. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, this one's kind of a big thing, Six. just because, uh, so it's called Del Toro Quest. I read the books! Yeah, so I read these books when I was in elementary school, <laughs> and they got me into writing. Like, it was the first book series I'd ever read, and it was all about these, just like this kid who has to go and reclaim these seven jewels to save a kingdom from an evil shadow demon. And it was one of the best things I'd ever seen because it was just, it was a book series. I didn't know what anime was yet, but I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is like a video game or something. Okay. And then years later, down the line, I learned it's been made into an anime and it's perfectly adapted. Really? Yeah. The only thing they ever changed was the main character's hair, which they changed him to blonde. Don't know why. Oh, right. But... <laughs> Expecting like he should be green. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they were changed. right? Yeah. His name's Leaf. So it's about Leaf, who, yeah, uh, he is part of the Kingdom of Del Tora, and they had this magical belt which had these seven gems, and the gems, the belt gets destroyed, so Leaf has to go around, like, refining these gems, basically, so he can fight the Shadow Lord. And the fact that they remade it was just so cool to see, just the way it's done, and it was so popular in Japan that they added an extra 15 episodes that were original content. Okay. Just to the story. And it looks really great. It's by, uh, who is it? Yeah, so it was brought by the studio who brought, like, Kino's Journey and even Sword Art Online and stuff. Okay. So it, it's it's just a really cool thing. It, it looks great. It has that perfect classic fantasy feel to it. They don't look like Sword Art characters. No, they do not. No, thank you. <laughs> well, neither does Kino's Journey. Yeah, neither yeah, does Kino's, Kino's Journey. Journey exactly. is fantastic. It's just when I hear the Sword Art studio, I'm like, oh, God, that, <laughs> at times that's really generic. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it looks great. It's... It's just perfect classic shonen fantasy. Great. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to save Preston for last because I'm looking at his pick right now and it's really stupid and interesting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we'll move on to me then. Uh, I think it was about a year and a half ago, Digimon came out with uh, saying that Try. Yes, came out with Try, which was going to be like the continuation of the adventure series. Uh, and through that, I, I hated everything about Try, except the nostalgia <laughs> that it tried to keep, hit, keep hitting me with. Uh, but I decided to revisit Season 3, Tamers, because as a kid growing up who loved Digimon, uh, Season 3 has this really weird disconnect because it is so censored 
because it is extremely dark in Japan. Yeah. This is literally written by a Cthulhu writer, <laughs> and you can tell in the darkness of those themes because even though it has the elements of Digimon, you have the Digidestin, you have their partners, uh, and this one you definitely have a great cast with like Gilmon, Renamon, Terriermon, uh, and they all have great personalities and have like really good character moments to shine, especially compared to the Adventure Kids. Mm. Um, the themes in this one are just so much more substantially dark and depressing that, of course, for like the third season of Digimon that they want to bring west, they censor it. They make it so that it's connected to adventure, but it's really not. Like, this is a world where Digimon is like popular. The Digivices are sold at stores, the card games are sold at stores, and it, it's just a normal thing. But it's bringing that into the real world of this fantasy that no Digimon are real and look at like how humanity has to like keep them at bay even because they're breaking out and they're like destroying uh, cities and stuff and the government's just trying to keep it uh, as tight locked as possible but it, it as it goes further and further the characters really go from like innocent children to like maturing in new and interesting ways and it's through that like darkness but also like coming together as like this party of friends that they can get through it all so tamers as a whole is my favorite digimon series now mm. and i recommend that you guys definitely check it out because it is so drastically different in japanese that i believe it deserves like a second look, a second go through, because it's just every bit of it in English is is tailored to try and satisfy. To connect with children. Yeah, to yeah. connect with children. When really this is more geared towards, I would say, like early teenagers. Yeah, because I remember watching it when I was a kid and I hated it. Yes. I was like, this isn't like season one and two, yeah. and it's not like good enough on its own to hold up at all. But when I went and rewatched in Japanese, yeah, it's dark. It, it's dealing with like loss and yeah. these really serious family issues that I was not expecting. But it's a slow burn. You have to kind of work your way through it because I don't get to the digital world till like twenty episodes in or something yeah. like that. But once they get there, it's it's all good. It's it's so dark and just really, it takes a different approach towards Digimon, which I liked, and they haven't done it since. Yeah, it's a, they should really revisit it. Yeah, it's a very standalone season. After the train wreck that was Try, I'm kind of done with Adventure. You can put it to bed. Yeah. And I'd be satisfied. Yeah. But yeah, good pick. Yeah, that's mine. So Preston, we've Ooh, come boy. to you. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick there, Cole. Mine's not. <laughs> um, you inspired me many, many uh, episodes ago. You picked Garzy's Wing. Oh, and yeah. I was, and I was like, well, oh. you inspired me with ghost stories. Oh, it's, the, it's this back and forth that we have of constant inspiration of digging through the trash pile. Voices. I got to go into my <laughs> trash pile now. What else uh, am I going to recommend? Because, but those animes, ghost stories, Garzy's Wing, they're at least well known. Yeah. Somewhat. <laughs> Somewhat well known. Uh, but this next one, and none of you have watched, I guarantee it. Definitely uh, But I did, because I was lucky out bad anime. And this is called Mars of Destruction. It's an OVA <laughs> released in 2005. This, the plot pretty much goes something like this. Sometime after a space mission to Mars ends in destruction, strange monsters called Ancients begin appearing around Tokyo. A group of specialists consisting of three girls and one troubled young boy must fight the ancients until they come to understand exactly what it is they are fighting. Now, 
some caveats here. This is a single OVA. It's like 20 minutes long. The anime is an adaptation of a game with the same title from really? 2005. Yes. No one remembers the game, so don't worry about that. <laughs> and how I'd like to describe the show is knockoff Neon Genesis Evangelion with absolutely no budget and no sense of writing. It makes no sense in the world. I like Evangelion's like, oh yeah, it's confusing. It's got a kudzu plot. This one's like, oh boy, you thought like it makes Evangelion look like a straightforward like walk in the park. Um, some highlights here. Uh, the anime is literally nothing more than extended uncensored versions of the video game cutscenes oh, from like 2005. Right. That's amazing. So they don't even link together properly. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not helped by the fact that the writing is bad by itself. It doesn't really link together properly. <laughs> um, it's got a truly awful plot with some really horrifically bad animation. Like I'm talking mm -hmm. about, like I showed you, I showed Cole a clip of it of like a girl of a girl getting shot in the head, and the head just kind of goes like flying off, like wee, and then a like a geyser of blood just erupts from her head for like oh, five God. seconds. It put Berserk 2016 to shame, <laughs> and. Also, can we talk about the fact that it's named Mars of Destruction? Who in their right mind names a game that? Or an anime that? <laughs> really? Um, did I mention it makes absolutely no sense? That all the characters are bland and unlikable. It is so... But it is also so overt in its symbolism. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, so this girl is going, like, into a room. The room is cross-shaped, and she's in a Jesus pose, and she gets oh hooked up to... God. She gets hooked up to a cross. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Like, so on the nose, you're just like, wow, I wonder what this could possibly mean. What are the wow. enemies named, if there are, like, an actual faction? Ancients. Ancients? They are called Ancients. Oh, God. And they were the original citizens of Earth. That's the twist. Spoilers, I don't care. But that's they are the original destins of Earth, and they're coming from Mars to reclaim Earth. Oh, my gosh. Um, the power of God. There's so helping. many, like, little things in the side of it, like... There's only three fights in the entire 20 minutes, and they all suck and last a lot less than, like, 30 seconds, really. There's, like, the sound effects are just amazing because it sounds like I just made them into a microphone because we had no budget. Pew, pew. <sighs> pew, pew. I love it. And I found this on YouTube to watch for free, and I highly recommend you check it out if you want, like, if you're looking for, like, I want to watch a really bad anime, but I've seen all the popular ones, this is a nice little hidden gem that'll just, like, Sate your appetite for trash. And I'm into that. I'm into that 100%. Yeah, I can't, I can't put myself that. through that. Really? <laughs> Garcia's leg was like the most I could handle, and even that was... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but this is only 20 minutes long. I just read a review of it that said, give me my 19 minutes back. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, but it's worth it for that one minute they didn't want back. Yeah. The credits. The credits. <laughs> well, that's all of our recommendations. So, for the sickness of time, and because I also have to move this weekend, yeah. uh, there will be no Plastic Addict, sadly. I know all of you were requesting Aww. it back. I mean, I continuously, each and every day, Aww. I'm hearing phone calls from different from different toy companies, Big Bad Toy Store, Mattel, Hasbro, don't worry, we'll work something out, multi-million yeah, dollar even deals. Yeah, you even got a call saying like, hey, could we combine Broly is Lit with Plastic Addict? <laughs> oh, God. I didn't get that email. 
Oh, God, I didn't get that email. Yeah, I'll see. You okay, then we got to wrap it up because I got to read that email. Everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs> Tune into Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, CG Magazine, or your favorite podcast app to listen to the continuing adventure of the Anime Research Society. Have a question or comment for the society? Like, is Broly lit? Tweet at us at A underscore not. R underscore society. <laughs> Excuse me. Or find us all on Twitter, Lisa. I know where you are on Twitter. No, what? Where are well, you? I thought you were asking me to find you on Twitter. Lisa. <laughs> What's your Twitter, Lisa? Before I change thank it to you, Broly's lit. You. All I ask is a little bit of respect and a properly directed question, not a barked order. Cole. Anyway, it's at Lisa Awesome with no E's. Awesome. Remington. At Remington Joseph. And Preston. At Preston Doza, spelled D-O-Z-S-A. And you can find me, Kaiser underscore Watson. Like the Anime Research Society on Facebook and leave us a comment. Like maybe what should we research next? From everyone here at the Anime Research Society, happy researching.